Hey, welcome to episode six of Delivery Driver Talk. I am your host, Brian Dietz. We are on location today. If you've listened to episode three or uh, the bonus episode, episode 3.5, you will know that my brother and I tried to record the show inside the Music Mall, which is located in Buffalo, New York. I am here in the Music Mall, and I have a couple of guests with me. Yeah, the ghost episode. <laughs> I got a couple uh, my band members, because I play in a band. The band name is called No Hero, No Villain. We currently are just doing cover songs, but I got two members here that I will say their names later, and they both, one's a driver for Spark, or one's done Uber, one's done Lyft, so we're just going to be talking some opinions on just the driving apps. It's always good to keep the conversation rolling and to get everyone's different views on it, because we all have different struggles or we have different things have just been different. And the word different comes to my mind because everything, every single day, a delivery is completely separate and completely, everyone's just experienced different things. So yeah, that's too many difference. Crazy. Um, today is May 18th, 2023. As I've said in some of the past episodes, I will be getting married in a week and a half. Yeah. So next week, what I'm going to do is going to have some fun episodes. Maybe one episode. It might be a couple where I'm going to have my groomsmen and I do a podcast. Probably the day of the wedding. So if you guys want to pay attention to that. Also, I'm going to try to get the ladies involved as well. The bridesmaid and Joanna. And she is going to probably be very nervous or who knows what those shows are going to bring out. It's going to be kind of some bonus episodes of just what's going on in my life and other people's lives um, around me and experience what we're going on and just good times. Uh, we all need more good times. Talked about in the last episode with my mom a little bit, mental health. Mental health and delivery is something that isn't easy. So always cherish the good days. I just mentioned my mom. There was an episode called Mother's Day, which is episode five. It was very fun doing that episode. I love my mom. I'm trying to do a Father's Day episode later on with my dad. So that would be fun. And as I usually do, here's a re quick recap of everything that we have done. Episode one is about taxes. Episode two is animal tax. Episode three is side hustle. Episode 3.5 is the ghost sound. Episode 4 is the banana scam and safety. And episode 5 is the Mother's Day episode with my mom where we also talk. Um, I talk about some of the banana scam and some other things as well. And like I said, there's some mental health um, topics in there as well. Now we're on, on episode 6, which is fun. So without further ado, I have... My friend Matt here and my buddy Chris here. And Hi. guys, welcome to the show. Welcome to Delivery Driver Talk. Woo! <laughs> Woo -woo. Um, so I ask everyone this question, so I'm going to ask you each separately. The first question is going to be, Chris, you're going to go first. And <laughs> the question is, <laughs> yeah, bass notes. You might hear some weird notes. We're having fun today. Um, I started a podcast about being a full-time delivery driver. What do you think about that? 
Well, I think it's something you just want to get off your chest. It's something to talk, because I know you love to talk. Uh, you're a very big talker. So you probably just want to, I'm assuming, display the information of your experiences, other people's experiences. I know you asked me, because I have over three years experience driving Uber and Lyft. Which good, bad, I can tell you all kinds of good, fun stuff. So, Which is excellent. And that's why I want you here, because I don't have Lyft experience. I did Uber, and I still can do Uber. So Lyft is basically the same. And for me, I'm like, it's. I'm just going to stick with this one. Um, that's me. So we're, we are trying to get information out there to people, and that's what's the best thing. I, I can give you a lot of information on that. And I can tell you, especially when I researched Uber and Lyft, um, I did it for three years. I did it for... I started the year before COVID, so I know that whole changeover. I saw it all, all the good, like I said, the good and the bad. And there's a lot to know. And even when I drove, when I saw, when I had people ride with me, uh, some people would be interested. I could tell them stories, or I could tell them, you know, how to get started, what you should look at. Uh, first thing, first thing I can tell you, I'll, I'll go kind of straight into a little bit is this is something everyone should do regardless you drive uber you drive a lyft you drive a spark whatever get yourself a dash cam i cannot explain that enough how important like a, a dash cam, cam so you can see yes both regardless even if it's a nice dash cam that does a front and does the interior so it sees the back i myself just got an accident last week actually no sorry this week little fender bender easy breezy because we were in a parking lot pulling out I did my usual check of everything. I was fine. The other person didn't check. They pulled out and they, I saw it last minute. I tried to put in drive. They hit me. It is their fault. I actually got to call insurance and make sure because yeah. I sent them the video. At least you have insurance. That's yes. great. You got <laughs> it. So, yeah, for anyone, I always yeah. recommend have a dash cam. I don't care if you drive one minute to work and that's what you do. You'd be surprised how easy it is for someone to hit you. I've been in three accidents in the last year and a half to her right after uber thank goodness i wasn't driving uber at that exact moment because uber will kill you on the uh how much they're willing to give you and you have to pay i think last time i checked was three thousand dollar deductible i believe for uber and it'd probably be the same for that that's a lot yeah and make sure another thing is you have to have insurance for uber left you have to make sure your insurance can cover that it's usually 12 or 15 bucks extra a month well for uber when you're driving do you need to say that you are driving passengers? For insurance? Yeah. So I, you're, I never you're, did. You're supposed, your insurance needs to be able to know that you're driving yeah. Uber and you're driving passengers. Well, I think that's good because a lot of people... A lot of people don't know that. This is why, this is why we have extra people on this podcast because it's like we got one. You're saying, hey, get dash cams first thing. Boom, now we're talking about insurance quickly just like that. And you're saying, well... I signed up and I didn't really have that insurance. Now, when I signed up for Uber, because I knew you, Chris, and you told me about Uber and Lyft, I signed up right away and I made sure to have an umbrella policy on Well, which also protects um, all my valuables in the car and it protects in case there was an accident. Now, Uber and Lyft, they have insurance no matter what, once people are in it, boom, as soon as you accept the ride, everyone's insured through Uber and stuff. But like you said, that's a big pain. There's huge deductibles. The umbrella insurance, which is extra insurance, um, covers the people as well for liability and stuff. It's more of a it's more of a safe net on top of it. Plus, I have regular insurance that because I got my umbrella insurance through the same insurance company that knows, hey, I'm going to deliver people. But how much extra good. was that though? 
So my personal umbrella insurance, like he said, is about 12 to 15 bucks. I pay $150 a year for it. And that covers um, like four people, million dollar policy. It also covers in case there's break-ins or anything in your car. Like, so if stuff's stolen out of there, um, and hopefully that doesn't happen either because we do, there's a lot of us who neighborhoods aren't good or even, even, well, (laughs) yeah, I mean, neighborhoods not good or even in the good neighborhoods. The neighborhood I live in is not a bad neighborhood and we have break-ins all the time. Like just kids, you know, they want change or whatever. And they, you know, you accidentally got some phone chargers in there or, or who knows. And so that's why that insurance is good. The umbrella insurance. I mean, it's a smart idea. Easiest way is with insurance, just ask your insurance company. Um, Obviously, if you're going to ask them and you're driving Uber, if you have someone like Geico, they will drop you right then and there as soon as you ask because Geico does not do it. I know they're one of the biggest ones. So be careful. If you you can ask, you can ask for them, like, hey, I'm thinking about joining. If you're not joining yet, just let them know and they will walk you through it, if they can do it, what the policies are. Some places will even... I checked with one place and they actually found another insurance company that would cover me and they set it up, which was kind of cool. But if uh, you have certain insurance companies like Geico, even if you tell them you're thinking about doing it, they will drop you immediately. So be careful of that. But you can always ask, hey, I'm thinking about driving. Do you cover that? They'll say yes or no or go through that. But if you're already driving with Uber and as soon as Geico knows, they will drop you and you will have no insurance. You may not even know that. You have no insurance because they just dropped you like that. So be careful. I used to have Geico right before I signed up. And then I contacted you and I was like, hey, I'm not going to say what personal insurances we have. That's not what we're doing here. We're saying do your own research on that. Um, Just that's our liability as well. Um, There's plenty of insurances out there. Make sure you do your homework. Like Chris just said, big thing is Geico is obviously like one of the big ones. And they will drop you right away. Some of you are probably like, yeah, I got Geico. It's not a problem until it's a problem. Well, here's the problem. Well, what's the problem? <laughs> it's, the problem is you can be the best driver in the world, and there's always a factor. Like you said, you're pulling out. Someone doesn't look behind. They just bump into you. Okay, there's freaking motorcyclists flying around. They can just bump into you. Someone just, oh, it's nice season out everywhere now. It's almost 50, 60 degrees in a lot of places. People are riding bikes. Just anything that's... That can happen, can literally happen. And that is going to crush you if you don't have the proper insurance on it. Um, here we want we want you guys to be safe, secure, and just just get the right insurance. And if you're thinking about, hey, you don't got to tell your insurance what you're doing if you're just starting off. Just get some new one. Um, I don't know if there's a difference with like what you guys do with Spark and all that, but I know just with pr- transportation – of people, it's a completely different thing. So there well, might so be different rules the for, because yeah, yeah. you're only transporting goods and all that. So I don't know goods. if that's going to change, but be careful. Regardless, make sure you understand those facts. Like I said, it's not much to upgrade for those, but those are the first two things you need up if you're looking at the game: the insurance and a dash cam. You'd be surprised. Like I said, dash cam catches everything. If you have an issue in the car, there's been many times where the dash cam has saved me from passengers. Liability. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's just liability. Someone says you even did something. Someone just lies. I mean, it's it's stuff like, oh, I never got my food delivered. I can show you right on the dash cam. You know, if you're talking DoorDash, you're talking Grubhub, something like that. Hey, 
you can see where I was. Uh, I was at the person's place. Here's my video of it. Now, most of the time, at least with the food, like as in Grubhub, DoorDash, they're not even going to worry about it that much. They're just going to be like, okay, you get a contract violation, do 100 deliveries, then it goes away. But at least you have it for yourself. And in case they want to fire you or just deactivate you, you have that covered because you have that dash cam now. Because it's just like taking a photo. You need to do that at deliveries anyways. The dash cam can help you. But here's another thing that I want to go into. Being a, a driver of three years, there was three times there I got canceled by the company because it doesn't take much. A dash cam can help prove your innocence. I had one person that I tried to go pick up and I could not find them at the airport. Told them where to come because you have to pick up at a certain area because I can get a ticket. They ended up not showing up. Eventually I had to cancel, move on. They reported me saying I spat on them. <laughs> this is true. And just, I was deactivated just... immediately. So I could not use my app at all. And it took me, I think, four or five days before because I had to wait for them to call me because it's a complete different uh, area from Uber. You can't reach them at all no, for, the, emails. The, for these uh, when you have an accident like that or someone like reports you. You have to wait for them to call you to plead your case, which I figured would be a very easy thing. Not only did I have the dash cam, they had all the texts between me and that person explaining the whole Which thing. Which they should have pulled up before. Yeah, so I don't know yeah. if that erases or anything. But yet again, that's why I say dash cam is great to have. Because unfortunately in the industry of Uber, Lyft, and you'll probably find it too as well as DoorDash, it is a he said, she said yeah. place of whoever reports it first, you know, gets the upper hand. Regardless if it's a lie, real... And it's unfortunate because of that. And the three times I did get canceled, that was one of them. You know, that affected me because I was on a $200 bonus for that weekend. It was on a Friday night. Uh, and that ruined my entire weekend. I was able to go to Lyft, thank goodness. But I lost that $200 bonus, which I would have gotten driving that weekend. And that's and a lot of money out of my pocket because of someone lying. And I had to wait well, to get that fixed up. they're trying to get their money back. They're trying to get their money back. They're trying to get a free ride, which is nine times out of ten when they cancel. Or when they yeah. even cancel when they're in the car, which I've had happen to me. Pretty sure you've had that. Oh, yeah. Which is like the worst feeling. You hear it click off, and you're like, well, I'm not going to pull over. They're like, well, what are you doing? You know where you got to go. Well, yeah, but you canceled the ride. They're like, oh, no, my app kicked out. Well, I can't take you. First nope. off, we're not insured to take you. No, as soon as that happens, you it's, gotta you bye bye customer. Like you, you or gotta drive go, drive to the cops. You know, you know if like they're fighting with you, drive to the cop. Drive to the police station. Luckily that only happened to me once. Pretty sure that happened to you, but I don't know. I Oh I've had where they cancel but it usually was towards the end or an accident. You know, I usually explain it. That was one I picked up a person which I thought was the right person. It goes to my next thing. Starting off. If you're picking up anything, I know it's stupid. But you keep your doors locked, you roll down the window, you verify that person. You don't you don't say their name. You ask them, you know, what their name is. Make sure you verify. Because anyone can say yes when you say, oh, oh is your, your name Chris? Yeah. They can say yeah, yes, yeah. and boom, you got them, you got the wrong person. So many people just assume, and I know it's stupid, It's a lot of people don't like it, but I always have my doors locked, roll down my window, can I verify your name? And if you see it going wrong, they're upset, you can just cancel the ride and move on. Not a big deal. But do you want to take that chance and now put that person in your car? They have no idea who they are without verifying. 
it's a lot harder to get them out of your car once they're in your car. So it brings me to my next point, always verify. Such a stupid little thing, but that's what I did. It helped protect me. Because you, you uh, see the bad stories. I mean, it's just unsafe now. Like, Again, you, get a you don't know who crazy, yeah. you know, like, you don't know. You don't you, know if they have a weapon on them. You don't know. Especially late night. They're mentally stable. You don't know if they're drunk. Well, if you're, if you're doing late night, number one, safety. We've talked about safety on this before. You got to know the area. You know, try to know the area. Like you, you said, keep the doors locked. Just roll down the window. It's not that hard. And if they get mad at you, just cancel that order. You know, right. just just be like, sorry. Um, speaking of things, it, this doesn't have to do with the safety aspect, but being an Uber driver, one of my first deliveries, I get sent down to go pick pick this woman up. Okay, no problem. She comes out with a baby. And guess what she didn't have? Car seat. Car seat. No, this was no. like, this was literally my second, no, second, no. second Uber. I'm like, okay. I know I can't deliver this baby without a car seat. Like, you're so liable for that. I she's like, oh, just you know, it's fine. I got the baby. We're only going. I'm only going like 0.5 miles down the road. I'm like, ma'am, I just can't do it. She's like, well, what am I supposed to do? I go walk. I don't know. (laughs) Get me a car seat. Like at first, like, can you call anyone? Can you get a car seat? Like, I'm liable for this baby. And even with all the extra insurances on it, the first thing's first. You need a car seat. That's Legality. I mean, that's a life. That's a little kid's life. Yeah. I mean, that she drops that baby. You hit the brakes. Anything. You killed. Like, you. I mean, like what I did. Not because, like, I learned to do some Uber from you, Chris. Is thank gosh I had those win- The windows were, you know, just slightly down. The thing was locked. She was trying to get in my car, and she's like, "No, we were gonna give a ride." And I just boom had to cancel it. I didn't get any money for that. It was just it was just a cancellation, and that was it. And and I, I was done that night because I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to see that order come come up again. You know, like, oh, she'll order it again in a couple of minutes. I was like, I'm done. Which it was, she probably did. And it was my it was my second time also. So I was still learning learning how to really do Uber. Because they don't train you how to do any of no, they It's a video and they're like, oh, everything's safe and everything's cool. It's everything's not. great. I mean, they don't tell you the safety part. Like, hey, you might be randomly going to someone's house a couple weeks ago. Dude gets his face blown off you know like this is legit in the news like there's certain stuff that that's also coming with the territory you got to kind of know where you're going but you just never know so safety anything you can prevent have a camera helps having those doors locked to verify that person that stuff definitely helps i'll piggyback on yours is that will help having those doors locked to see stuff before gives you that extra second to look do they have alcohol do they have an underage child because what you talk about is what happened. It was like one of the number one things I would run to every week, sometimes daily, of someone trying to bring an underage child without a car seat. We live in New York State, and most, I think every state, it is illegal. I think it's if like you're, seven years old. For us, like, it's like a eight years. If they're under eight years, you need one. And if they're under 80 pounds, uh, so you have to be careful of that. Because if you get an accident, if you have a child... Uh, not only will Uber not, even if you have the insurance, they will not cover you. Your insurance will drop you. And now that person that you took Could can now sue water. you and win because you didn't follow the law. I went to, pretty much I had a speech, always prepared because this always happened. Because people would have their kids, not have it, or try to 
pick up an underage kid, that would happen too. Uh, always my speech was, do you have a car seat? I'm sorry, I cannot take you without a car seat. Unfortunately, it's illegal. Uh, I can't take that risk. Not only is it illegal, uh, if we get an accident, my insurance drops me, I could lose my license, and then you can go turn around and sue me. And this is all true. So you have to be careful with that. Uh, the one way to kind of check if it's if you're in that gray area, if you have, and this is, you're taking a chance though, if you do let them sit in, if they sit in your back seat or it's your front seat and seat all the way back, and you can see that their knees, you know, where Don't they bend. bend and they bend over the seat. If they're straightened up, then you can't do it. But if the where the knees bend, if they go right where the seat is and they bend down, you're fine. So you have to be careful. That is another big thing that would constantly run into is no child seat or under age of 18. If it's a single person, multiple people, there always has to be an adult. Sure. Those We're like that a 16-year-old try to yep. get in. Try to. And I'm like, whoa, dude, like, you look like a kid. And I'm like, well, hang on, how old are you? He's like, I'm 16. I'm like, well, first off, it's your mom's name who ordered this. And he's like, well, I just got to go to the mall. I'm like, I can't take you, man. Like, you have to be at least, like, 18 or... Like, I don't even know outside of that. Like, if you're not 18 and you don't have a credit card or anything like that, you shouldn't even be using this app. Like, I can't take you. So there is stuff that I just recently seen. Literally, I'm on all the, the Facebook groups. Uber, you know, you name it, I'm on it. Uber lately, I've been seeing some um, pictures of people are screenshotting that these drivers are now on. This was, I saw it, the name was New York City, which is... We're, we live in New York, so New York City for us is actually six and a half hours away. But it is your state. You are now able to like drive verified teens. How do you guys feel about that? How are they verified? I don't know because I haven't done this yet. Right. We're not in New York City, so I don't even know if we have that option yet. So I, know it's all I've seen is is a, a screenshot of this verified. So through Uber, whatever, and they're 16 plus, I guess that's okay, because at least they can control themselves. Like, I don't want, like, no 13-year-old kid in my car by himself, or two 13-year-old. Yeah, you're picking you know up I mean? someone and their buddy from high school. Or, you know what I mean? They're gonna, they're gonna do something that you don't want. You know, they're gonna, they're gonna start smoking in your car. They're gonna do this. They're gonna eat in your car, which is my biggest peeve. Never eat in my car. I mean, that's just gross. I don't know. Well, that, com that comes another thing, what you said, keep the door closed and with the windows to know people. Because one thing is we can still get pulled over if our car smells like weed. And there's even a lot of people, not, yeah. even though we don't smoke like it, I mean, like if we're not smoking it, which you shouldn't do if you're delivering anyways, it's not, yeah, it might be legal, but you're not allowed to still be smoking and, and driving. And I know tons of people out there love their weed and hey. Smoke it if you want, my do man. Do it at home. Do it at home, but don't be delivering people. And if these people start, oh, I'm only hitting a vape pen in your in your car. Well, it's still going to smell like that. And then potentially something goes down the road and a cop pulls you over for something. You just don't want it. Extra, extra BS. That's what I'm going to say. I would recommend you just don't pick up anyone that's under 18 if you don't have an adult. Because no matter what, you put yourself in a situation, the society we live in, Oh my gosh! Yeah. Everyone's filming each other. <laughs> oh my gosh! York, we do have the uh, we do have the one consent rule, which is absolutely in effect. Uh, with one consent, with the dash cams, everything, 
as long as one person says they can film, they can film. Yeah. And with, with kids in the car, you're always taking a chance. Are, are they going to try and show you in a bad light if they have a bad experience? It's not hard at well, all. Well, that's yeah. Well, that's views on views on Instagram, Snapchat. Yeah. So oh, hey, look, that's I'm why I would never Uber driver, blah blah blah, you know, or Lyft. Man. Well, we introduced Chris. Wait, you introduced me. We didn't introduce <laughs> you yet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll, so, uh, I'll let you, Matt, have some uh, some time to talk. I mean, I got plenty more stories. Bass we player. A lot of negatives, <laughs> but. I'll try and spin some positives for you, That's too. That's fine. We got a little time. So, you've heard two voices besides my own. My next guest, Chris, who was just talking, he does guitar. And him and I have been on um, a couple albums. Album that got pretty big in the band, The Bunny, The Bear, their first album. If you don't have anything nice to say, just a little shout-out to ourselves and to the album. Um, our bass player is Matt. He's yeah, whacking me. his back. So, Matt, welcome to the show. Hey! <laughs> Even though you're here the whole time. <laughs> you chipped in a couple times. <laughs> so you chipped in. Uh, I'm a yeah, trooper. You, you chipped in. As I asked Chris earlier, now you've you've listened to some of this. I know Chris only heard a little snippet of it. But same question goes to you, and then we'll probably get off topic anyways. Sure. Right. Maybe not. You know, you do, like you said, you do Uber, you do Spark, you do some things, you can say that, but... What do you think that I started a podcast all about being a full-time delivery driver? I mean, people need to hear it. It's fun, you know. I like listening to it. Uh, outside of that, pretty cool. Do you think it's helpful at all so far? Uh, so far, yeah. I mean, obviously, the more you go, the more everybody's going to learn outside of that, yeah. Tons of it. Yeah, that's like... It's like I just want lots of opinions because everyone has a different experience. You know, like you guys, two completely different experiences, different apps. Just so right. many of us are just trying to make extra money or it's your full-time thing that, that hey, this app to this app. Well, one thing that always comes number one is safety. And that's why we talk about safety a lot because we have to. Um, right. We got to look out for ourselves, you know. So what apps do you do? Uh, I'm currently... Mostly Spark and then Uber Eats. I kind of stopped doing uh, Uber uh, driving like with people in the car because basically like, the pandemic kind of scared me for that. Sure. You know what I mean? I yeah. didn't want it, like people coughing and all sudden they like people breathing on me. I don't blame. Yeah. Outside of that, I think a lot of people switched, stopped because of that. You know, not me. I tripped that whole thing. You drove. I, I, I built really a bit. And I, I congratulate you for that. And I mean, you should have got like a huge bonus for that. I mean, you were technically. You. Uh, what do you call that? Like a lifeline at that point during the pandemic. You know. He is an essential worker. There you go. That's and that's, important. you know. <laughs> That's what you it was. <laughs> and there's plenty of people like like Chris that were out there doing it. I delivered the whole time, mostly for DoorDash right. during that time. Well, well, he didn't also get... And the pizzeria I worked at, he didn't which get I that mentioned many like, we were, Boom, we were delivering the whole time. Right? Well, no, like, you mean, talking about that 1600 for the government or whatever, 1200 Yeah, I did get those. But there was a lot of good bonuses and stuff like that. year but, payment that everybody else got. Yeah. I couldn't, you know, when we did it, we couldn't do the uh, unemployment for ourselves because it wasn't set up for independent 
contractors, which, which we were, is, which took, a, uh, I think it was two or three months before that started going through to start that. So it was such a pain in the ass that I just, I, I had bills to pay, so I just kept on driving. I couldn't just quit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. It, like, for me, you know, I was at the pizzeria, luckily, So, I, but I was doing also Door, DoorDash as well. In my meantime, I worked more between the pizzeria because people just weren't at work. People were sick or... Just who knows? to go it's, in it. Yeah. It, well, I mean, and then everyone's ordering, bam, delivery. Right. You know, every every time I turn on DoorDash, holy smokes, plus six bucks, plus five bucks every every hour, it seemed like. It was, it was nonstop go time during that. Ugh. Like delivery right now, I, I don't know if you've experienced this with, like, especially Spark. Our money's gone down dramatically. Like there's a surges surges downtown right now. What's that Uber? Yeah, four twenty five. If I want to go, kind of like by uh, where uh, if you know Buffalo, New York, one ninety eight hits the the ninety. It's like a four twenty five surge right now. Yep, get some money. Well, s- surges are something that happen for people who are listening to this and don't really know. Want to explain it for a minute? Sure, easy. Uh, surges, uh, you look at your map, they'll show an area that's kind of colored, and they'll have dollar signs of extra money you're going to get if you pick someone up from that. You don't actually even have to pick up the area. All you have to do is drive through there. Uh, so if you're and right on top to of the that's going to be added on to your next uh, pickup, or if it's a delivery, a delivery. So obviously that's how you make really good money is look at those surges. Obviously, you know, we just... Are at the point where four o'clock, you know, it's uh, well, four twelve p.m. Hour, rush hours. You get that, you know, nighttime downtown Friday, Saturday. There were some times where I would purposely drive downtown and go to that one certain area because it was thirty eight dollars surge yeah, on this one street. What? So as long as I made sure I flipped on my app right there, I would get that thirty eight dollars surge for the next ride. Whether regardless if it was a you know a five minute ride, which both times it was, I did it. Gotcha. I turned it off. So I wouldn't get another ride. So that's went your, right back there. Is that your biggest surge ever then? I mean, $38. The biggest surge I've ever got was that's... $38. And I got twice in an hour. So that made, you know, an $80 payout for, what, 40 minutes of uh, driving, which really was only like six-minute drive to a six-minute drive, and then driving back to where it was and doing it again. So knowing that can help you make a lot of money knowing where the surges are what time surges are was it a know. game or anything or just it was just downtown it just it was weird because it was on a street that was not right by all the action but you know i just always look because you can have you can see those without your app on you just you know turn your app but don't obviously go on to pick up people sure you can see surges yep. and that's how you can make you know extra money because you want to go chasing the surges you want to Chase the extra promotions that are happening. That's how you can make really good money. But you also want to chase them if you're in distance. Yeah. Well, because they go away quick. Sometimes they they go away pretty quick. If it's 10 minutes away, you're trying to do a 38, it might be gone. It'd be a $10 surge, and I'm, you know, let's say West Seneca, but it's in Depew. By the time I got there, now it was like 3 bucks, and I'm like... It's, I just lost money basically driving to get the surge. I, I noticed this, too, around the airport, at least, when it would be... Searches would start going. If you're not, like you said, the specific area, let's say it would be 10 bucks, 12 bucks. Well, you're kind of close and you're still in. So the big dark red, at least on my app, right. was the big money. And then it would get to like a lighter red, orange slash light yellow, weirdish color. I don't really know how to explain it. But if you were still partially in it, it'd be like, like you said, two, three bucks. 
It's because it's hard to really hit that you, big you area. You start for missing, that time. and then you're like, "Why did I just drive ten minutes to get to the surge, but not hit it?" And then I hit this secondary. You know that happened to me a couple times. I mean, if it's really high, chase it. If it's two or three bucks, just wait it out. You're better off just sitting, especially now with gas. I mean, you're not going to make money on doing if it's under five bucks surge. If, well, if, if, if you're chasing, yeah. Well, if, yeah, it, I mean, if you're really far, if you're 10 to 15 minutes out, it's not worth your time. Sure. Because that's what, three, four miles? Yeah, depend. You know, yeah. Then you just kind of... Depends where you're at. If you're not too far away, that's true. You just want to... If you already find yourself in the small part of the surge and you think you can make it a big surge, cool. But if you don't have enough time, I've seen it where it can just it can disappear in a, the next 10 seconds. I've seen it times where in a couple of minutes it could go up even higher. You never know. It, you're just taking that chance. So they, they tell you not to surge hunt. But yet again, if you kind of know the area, if you're close by, you think you can get it, cool. But you still take that risk that it could just go away and now... You don't have it at all. Or what do you mean, you like again, thirty something dollars? I mean, I would chase oh, yeah, that, that any day. I chased it because I would chase that. I still saw it. That's worth it, from, you know. <laughs> well, but, yeah, it's mean, a very five bucks if you're instant. Twenty minutes, whatever. No, but I can tell you, like beginning of COVID, those first, you know, that first summer, there was times where it was eight, nine, ten dollars surges everywhere. I mean, I know a lot of people were complaining because obviously they're paying that extra part. But well, a lot I was making a lot of money too. that first. I'd say five months of COVID because surges were just outrageous everywhere and at all times because everyone needed a ride. People were essential. They had to get to work. So That's... they had no choice. So I'm not going to lie. I took advantage of that and made really good money that first year of COVID because of all those surges. Well, if you really want to chase surges and you want to go across country, just follow Taylor Swift right now. <laughs> I mean... All Jeez. on these groups, holy oh, smokes! Give me no tay -tay. I'm gonna tell you this though, but following, like, like I said, I, I follow the groups and I want to see everything because I want to know some information what's going on. And man, when there's a Taylor Swift concert, these people, uh, who are the drivers, you know, you guys are making money and that's good. So if you want some, and she comes to town, and you're like, man, I don't, you know, I haven't been a driver for a while. You will make some guaranteed. Nice, decent money. Now, especially in my opinion, you're only going to get two rides out of that. Maybe, but maybe. But let's see. You you're get two definitely going to get one, and it's going to be a bonus. It's going to be about 10, 15, probably surge. But how far are you going to go out, and how far you have to come back in? I don't know. How many people are going to wait that? Different towns, different areas. Yeah, like you, know, you said, like it's a hit or miss if you want to chase it. Because everybody knows. That's the concert, right? And that, There's a concert going on. Concert, for we're turning, games, we're turning on anything. our Ubers, we're turning on our lifts, we're turning on everything, right? Everything's going on, yep. So now there's... Food delivery, too, is getting wild, right? you know? So, so now there's 500 people that have their apps on. So what's the odds that you're coming back and getting in somebody else? Like, how far else do you got to go? You know what I mean? A lot of people, especially if I go to a concert, I'm an hour away. You know what I mean? Not There's not really too many concerts that are next to my house sure you know yep. so if i take an uber an hour out i'm probably paying them 50 bucks whatever but they're not getting back there in time yeah but just because you're paying them doesn't mean they're getting that 
But you know what I mean? You know, like, yeah, like yeah, well, yeah, getting, but you know what I mean? They're not getting back there. There's no way they're in No, that probably at that time. It's going to be tough, but that's... Like Bill's games. Pick and choose. You know what I mean? Like, there used to be huge surges. And you live close, like, pretty close there. I'm pretty sure there's Bill's always... games in Orchard Park. Yeah. All of a sudden, Orchard Park, bam. I won't even. I will not even drive. But I mean, once you once you you get there, you're not getting back there nine times out of ten. Yeah, you're getting stuck in traffic. I mean, I know where when I pick up for a Buffalo Bills game, I do live right there, so I always have to factor that in. It's very difficult to get into where you have to go pick people up. It can take you 20 20 minutes just to get in that lot, right? Because it's so packed, and then getting that person, getting them out. So you have to factor in that time. And then most likely, the majority of people, I would say about 20 to 30 minute drive, and that's if you can get them out, usually going back downtown or wherever. So you might only get one surge, maybe another one if you come back, but you're driving all the way back to get that, where it might just be easier to pick up people where you're dropping that person off. But if you're getting that second tailgater, you know that guy's hammering. There's no question. You know what I mean? If if that guy's still there like six hours later. Okay, you bring up another thing. Okay, this guy might be hammered. He had a few too much. Well, then you got to look out for your car. Because what, right. happen, what happens in your car? That happens. Puke. And I've dealt with... Have you done I don't puke? know, guys. I've I haven't dealt, dealt with, puke. with puke. You've dealt with puke? So I've dealt with puke. So what happens, and yet again, that's where the dash cam comes in handy. Always take photos. Uh, you're taking that risk. Obviously, you're picking up from like a, a football game, stuff like that. Uh, the, the funny thing is I've never had anyone puke from the Bills game. Uh, it's usually from downtown. It's always usually from downtown, picking up from the clubs or something like that. Obviously, if you're going on New Year's Eve, you're taking a a good chance that someone's going to puke. Ends up, even though huge, they have those awesome surges, huge risk. So what happens is obviously try and keep an eye out. Sometimes you can tell, sometimes you can't even tell. Uh, and they may I've had it where they puked inside the car, where they puke on the kind of outside. They get their head out. What happens is you obviously turn off your app, get them to destination, uh, take pictures immediately. So basically your night's over. Your, no night, your night is going to be over. Because I mean, you're going to have to take photos, all that. You, then you need a contact, Uber or Lyft, whoever you're you know, driving through, like immediately let them know. Because then they're, they're going to want photos, anything like that. Because they're going to assess what happened, how much happened, um, and they'll, they'll determine... How much to give you now there was one time and it was actually at the bills game it wasn't puke it was actually the guy spilled pizza not pizza but uh wings mm. so it sauced up my whole back seat uh i had to prove to them cleaning products so the next day i had to show you know picture of the receipt of the cleaning products i got so what five bucks for cleaning products uh i got thirty dollars for that and my back seat was you know nice like and two stained. hours from work. wings, but I couldn't drive the next day because it was raining out, so I couldn't air out my car in time. Yeah, you're not so, yet. that stain potentially yeah, so, is a stain. Yeah. Did you what? get it out? Or did you I got it out, <laughs> yeah. but still, it took my I time. Got so of, much from pizzeria stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you know, cleaning it up, getting clean products, trying to get the money, all that, oh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, also you could have that that person then say to Uber or Lyft, like, "Oh no, I didn't do anything." Just try and stop it. And this, uh, one of the videos I watched was a guy, two guys that got into a fist fight. The guy even had it on camera. And they spilt blood on his seat and he had to get it cleaned. And he ended up getting deactivated for a little bit because the person that he took complained that it didn't happen or something like that. Thank goodness he got proof. 
But yet again, that's why you can't always trust everyone. And it stopped him from driving because now he's deactivated because so he wants money. money. Yep. This guy's probably getting a refund. You know, at, at that time. Yeah. And I mean, it's 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 terrible. Like in, the uh, offender should be kicked off the app entirely. In my eye. I mean, if you're fighting in somebody else's car, not only is that a distraction. I mean, that could be a huge accident. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that's like. Why just you get punched in like a back of the head? That's that's where it you know, like it just it's just awful thing. Car, you just killed, you know, somebody oh, yeah. else. Oh, because you, you can't. Had... Uh, if you didn't know too, which fighting and stuff like that, you cannot have a weapon or anything to defend yourself in an Uber or Lyft. It's actually against their policy. So if you so have no a gun mace, or a no knife nothing? or anything, no mace, no nothing. Because if you use that, they will automatically deactivate you, and you will never be on the platform again. There is a lot of that, people that do pack as well. Is, we know where you're hiding. True. Yeah, that we, is absolutely know, true. I mean, think of where in New York where uh, a lot of the firearms and stuff like that are mostly illegal, unless you have, like, so many permits and everything else. But there's still, you're still not able to even but really I mean, have it like in permit. Texas and stuff like that, the right to conceal. Yeah, like, open carry law. Yeah. Everybody has a handgun. Yeah. All of a sudden, you tell them to f off, get out of your car, and they pull a gun on you. So I'm not saying you know, have a weapon or have. So if you feel you need something to defend yourself, if you're in there, so it's better to have it. And then if that happens, you just lose that job, get another one. I mean, that's why I had Uber and left. You know, if there's any issue with one, you'll switch to the other. But that is protect yourself. I hate to say that, but you never know what someone will have. I had a. I had a cheat. Right. I had a cheat method just in case if it needed to be. I had a multi-tool that was like screwdriver, all kinds of but it was a blunt object that I could use if I was ever in that situation, and I could officially say, well, it's not. It wasn't anything to defend. It was literally a multi-tool for if there's any accident. Is that the plier one? It was a plier. Sure, and, you got something. I mean, that's something that's blunt that I can use if I'm in a situation if someone starts attacking me or something like that. Yet again, I know we were talking about the most extreme cases, but you but never that's what know. People need to hear, though. I mean, if you're you in that situation, look up like Uber apps and stuff like that. And the videos they show you, it's just everything's golden, everything's perfect, nothing ever goes wrong. And even with like delivering with Spark and stuff like that, so many things go wrong. There's dogs. That's there's, animal attacks. That was discussed right? on episode two. Uh, there's just crazy people that come running out of their house and who are you well well you order this i mean i'm, I, I'm a smart guy i had hey you know i, I mean? going off you just for a second i had it where i was delivering i had a, like a 10 drop from spark and i deliver something boom all of a sudden i get to the next and someone blocks my car in i mean full-blown like a t-bone like right, right behind my car and i get out of this car and this this gentleman gets out of his car hey man what are you doing at my house and i'm like what are you talking about? What, what are you talking about? I'm like, first off, what house were you? And then he tells me the street address and all this. He goes, What are you doing over there? Where are you, you know, are you hanging out with my wife? And I was like, <laughs> I go, I'm a delivery guy. He's like, What? What do you mean you're a delivery guy? You ain't tipping that what, much. <laughs> what are you delivering? You know, now he's getting a little weird. And <laughs> I, I I literally go, here, let me let me open the trunk for you. And I showed him the bags that had, right. I had luckily the stickers them. and all this. And he goes, and he goes, Oh, my bad, man. My bad. You you know how it is. And I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> no. I was like, I was like, I told him this. I go, I get it. I understand. Like, you what know? else you say there? What do you? What do I like? couldn't say anything else to, to the gentleman. I I just hope I made his day easier. But right. if you're also thinking like, the delivery guys with my significant other 
well, then what are you doing? You know, that's right? what I was like, thinking about that in my head a little bit. Man. You always hear about, like, the, the, the mailman or the milkman, especially back in the day. Stories. You, know, you, know, you always hear stories. That doesn't really happen. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't. It, it, it's definitely happened. And It doesn't happen. Uh, like, yeah. all, you know, it's not a thing. Yeah. Well, we you know, it... That might be a discussion for another episode. <laughs> you know, what people wear sometimes. Man. Or different scenarios where I've delivered to a hotel and I'm like, wait a minute. That could, <laughs> I'm not even you just like, hang on. Uh, this does, it. that does slightly happen once in a while. All right, let's, I'm going to stop that right here because sometimes we need it's to gonna get good. try to be appropriate. Anyways, we are about 40, almost 45 minutes in. Boys, we've done we've done a good job, and this is, this is a great talk because I haven't really discussed much of Uber that much and much of Lyft because I was waiting for Chris especially and right. Matt with you being here you. with a little bit of Spark. I feel like we barely even touched the surface with you as well. Well, you and you obviously know Spark, so you know the there's always dangers. Sparks. You know, I was just happy to be here. And after, I'm sure it was after band practice, so we all had fun. We're all here so. anyway, so you know I wouldn't doubt that this probably will happen again, even if it's us three. You right. know, it could happen again, just something, but. In the end of all the shows, I do a, a thing, something that we discuss, which is something that's frustrating, or something about one of the apps, or a driving experience, or something. Um, so I don't know, if, obviously I didn't tell you guys that before, but if you heard some of the show, you would know that we talk about something that's frustrating. Um, any of you have a story? That you I want to talk, or do you want me to start? Because this, you know, give you give your brain well, a little time. I mean, this last week, I know your experiences too. Remember, for Spark, right? No, for Spark, uh, they didn't tell us that they weren't starting certain stores until one o'clock or turning stores off. I feel like that should be an email or some kind of notification that you know don't turn your stuff on at eight o'clock or go do another app. Or when all of a sudden the store's not sending out any deliveries and you're waiting and you're like, what's going on? And because they're doing inventory. Right. And then, boom, now for two weeks this store doesn't have it. Why don't we know, hey, this store is shut offline. You know, we'll go to a different store. And we only know because we actually... We talked to the employees Most, most Spark drivers, you're going to go to the same, so many stores, so you're actually going to get to know the employees. Yeah. So we talked to them and they were like, oh man, they didn't turn it on until like one o'clock today. I'm like, well, I just sat here for two hours because normally they drop on the 20s. Yeah, and you're waiting. Yeah, right? I'm yep. just sitting there waiting, and I'm like, well, I don't want to turn on Uber because I'm not going to make as much on Uber as I would doing Spark. You know, Spark per- could be, you Spark's know, usually pretty decent, but even that, the pay's been dropping a little bit too. But that's, again, that's another episode because we don't have the time right now. The gas or, you know, who knows anymore. Who knows? That was mine. That, no, that. That's that's important because that's literally been happening to one of our stores here as well. And, well, you're at a different store than what I'm in. We're in the same area. Right. We're the same there's like five, district. Yeah, there's like five Walmart stores, but that's happening to the one by me, and you're at the mm-hmm. opposite side. So that is both happening to us. Chris, do you have anything that's frustrating? or Like, you've already told a couple stories, but we always – you got anything for us? Well, I think it goes back to when I was talking before – the most frustrating thing about Uber and Lyft, especially if you drive, you might not see it, just drive a little bit or just doing it part-time, and there's a lot of good things to it. It's a great supplement. But the big thing I don't like about it is 
you really have like no power as a driver. And that goes back to, like I said, I got canceled three times, all false reports. You know, it's all about he said, she said, who reports first. It's almost every app, even though we're independent contractors. Well, food's like that too. I need to get my order. I took a picture of your house. Like, how do they say that? Like, did they go back out and call them and then take a picture of their house? And Sorry, like, didn't mean to interrupt you, Chris. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, go ahead, keep going. But I mean, it was kind of a perfect, perfect. You know? Yeah, no, but it, it it ends up being multiple things where, like I said, I got canceled. There's times where someone can say and try and get you fired. Uh, one was uh, accused me of being racist. That was a great one, where I went and pick up uh, three kids. Uh, yes, they were African American, but the fact that they were all under 18, and I knew that, I because most kids will tell you their correct age if you ask them. There was no adult coming, and of course, the uh, person like you won't take them because they're black. No, I'm not taking them because they're under 18. Yeah, and I told I'm, them it's like here's a dash cam. I'll gladly uh, send this to Uber. Let them know what happened. Uh, first of all, I, I did. I made sure I called Uber immediately. Tell them what the situation, everything is, and because uh, people will try and flip the script on you, and oh, they can get you try to get you clicked off the platform, which is hard to get on, where as a writer, it's really easy to get kicked off, get yourself reinstated, because they want can, money. they're always going to have money. more writers, because... There's always can, more people, yeah. There's more always people more people, so you can always hire more drivers. Uber, they don't care. Driving on, you Uber know, Lyft does yeah. not care about you whatsoever, so make sure if you're getting to this, you know that. If you run into a situation... You can lose your job just like that and might not be ever come back on. So be careful of that. Don't make this your primary only way of making a living. I did, and I was able to I be successful at it, but I had the two apps, thank goodness. And That goes back to I always preach this, and a lot of things, like me, I have multi, multi-apps. Multi-apps is huge because you said, like, boom, we can kick off real quick. You had two apps at least. Or zero orders. Yeah, or zero orders. Like, hey, Spark's not doing well. Can I turn on DoorDash? Can I turn on Uber? Even if it's not, I don't want to deliver people. Can I just turn on the Uber Eats section of it so we can deliver the packages, hopefully? Or, you know, the multi-app stuff is good, too. All right, what do I got? We're at, like, the 50-minute mark. Good work, boys. Just like that. We're pretty... So, we're pretty band practice. I'd say this yeah. one was more... Showing you the negatives and start to stop up like safety and negatives. So I think the next time we'll do it maybe more on the positive side of stuff. Which I got plenty of stories. Like I said, I've oh, driven there's... for three years. I would put literally fifty thousand miles on my car every year. That's how much I drove for Uber and Lyft. It was my which number is one. It though. is ridiculous. The good well, thing is I didn't have to pay any taxes because you can claim all those miles, and I would file with my wife so that way all my taxes, taxes were covered. Taxes. That's episode one. Me and my brother started talking about it. And we always say this. Always go to tax professional if you can or if you know someone who's really good. That's just what I say. Keep every receipt for repairs. Receipt or miles. You can write. But that's all episode one. Go to that. Yes. (laughs) Go back to episode one if you missed it. Taxes. There are are apps that will track your miles. You can turn on right when you start Uber. I think Stride is what I used. But you didn't even really need that because Uber and Lyft will give you the miles when they give you your tax thing. But they don't give you the traveling in between. Like You can kind of you, figure that out, I mean, too. technically, they want you to sit until your next order. 
which is impossible nine times out of ten. You, you gotta move. move. Gotta yeah, move. yeah. Well, you can you can claim up to as soon as you start, as soon as you leave your house, all those miles you drive until you get back to your house, you can actually claim. So if you do one that was like Stride, it will it'll track everything for you if you want to go that. I just used Uber and Lyft. They would send me a thing. You can pretty much figure it out because it tells you at least online how much you were. Right. And like I said, that would cover all my taxes because I would file with my wife, and we would pretty much get her taxes back. You wouldn't really get any taxes for myself. Well, you, well, you had an extra income though as well, so that's that. that's also that's also something we could talk about eventually because taxes we're going to hit again because that's a huge thing of our jobs and safety is always going to be brought up. That's we could bring it. Hey, significant others, you know, like me and Joanna next year we're going to have to file together. And oh, in a couple weeks. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there we go. You know. Okay, so what do I got? We're at fifty-three minutes. We're almost done. Uh, my frustrating thing is my last one. I talked about Instacart on how when you got to check people's IDs, mm. but you can't call them or you can't you can't message them. So let's say you go to an apartment complex and you need to get a hold of them, but the door doesn't open. Oh, I hate apartments. So that's that happens. But my thing, I think my thing today is now that it's summer out, just about. The motorcyclists are out. And hey, I am totally fine with people motorcycling. I think that's great. Just please, please, please. This almost happened to me. Guys, just stop going so fast and cutting me off. Or cutting anyone off. Because I'm getting brake slammed. Or I got to slam brakes. And I want to see you guys have fun. I want to see you guys survive. I, I think motorcyclists are cool. I like seeing them down the road. But please, don't be going crazy like... You're going to cause an accident. And we always hear, I mean, how many people are going to die this year because of a motorcyclist or because the driver gets something? And I'm not saying that the motorcyclist's fault, but it's also us fault. Like, it's harder. Just make sure, sure you're going. It's hard to see you. It's hard to see you. And you're just like, real quick. You know, the windows might be up. We got the AC blaring. We probably got some tunes kicking. You know, we can't hear you all the time. Even GPS with GPS on full blast, just so we yeah. Know where we're going. Hey, take a lap then. Point four miles. We can't hear you, so just you know, I had I had a guy the other day, and he was zipping, and he was on one of those Crocs rocket ones, you know, just going down one of the main streets, and and man, just please be careful. That's my thing. Um. Anyways, this has been a very fun show. Matt, thank you. Chris, yep. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for doing this. He really plays that bad on bass. He's a... <laughs> you it's guys are on the floor. Yes. The bass is on the floor currently. Um, this was fun. Hopefully, we do this again, Chris. I plan on having you next week because you are part of my groomsmen. I plan, like I said earlier, to we're probably gonna do one. Matt, you'll be at the wedding too. You know uh, that. I will be at the wedding. Um, so, like I said, next couple episodes after this one are probably going to be a little... There might be another delivery one, but it's going to probably be a little bit fun of the wedding. That's coming up because it's just going to be exciting and fun. So with that, I'm going to say my typical words. Keep driving. Keep making money. Goodbye. <laughs>